Hi, everyone. I'm Sharna, and this is a lead and follow quick tips bonus episode featuring one practice you can try out this week to improve your relationships at work. Your lead and follow coaching tip for today is dress comfortably. This tip comes straight from my training as a social dancer, which includes a big focus on subtle nonverbal communication. To understand why this might be important in a professional context, think about communication in a very broad sense, not only as the words you speak or write, but also as the nonverbal tones and qualities you transmit to another person through your whole presence, through your body language, through your facial expression, and your emotional state. And this is true, by the way, even if you're writing an email, if you're on video conference, if you're talking on the phone, the way you feel in your body when you're communicating directly influences what you actually communicate, no matter what the delivery format might be. When I first started dancing tango back in the 1990s, I still had an office job. And I remember feeling so relieved at the end of the day to take off my work clothes and put on my dance clothes, which were all made of soft, flowy fabrics and made me feel like it was easier to move because that's what they were designed for. But after a few months of this, I started to wonder why I was wearing these uncomfortable, restrictive clothes to work. What are work clothes designed for anyway? Probably more for a visual effect, right? But in any case, I started to replace some of my work clothes with other pieces that were still professional, but they were made of softer fabrics. So they felt more like the clothes that I wore for dancing. They were comfortable and easy to physically move around in. The thing was, as I started to feel more physically comfortable at work, I noticed that my conversations with my coworkers became more relaxed. I shared more of my ideas with them. I felt more productive and I had more energy overall. In other words, my followership performance was better. Now, you might not choose the same kinds of flowy pants and stretchy shirts that I did, but I want to be clear that comfortable does not necessarily mean casual. I'm not suggesting that everyone wears pajamas to work, though if you're working at home and you love your sweatpants as much as I do, go for it. The important thing here is not the level of formality, but the level of mobility. So can you lift your arms over your head? Can you breathe easily and fully? Can you walk freely? These are the important questions to ask when you're getting dressed in the morning, because physical ease and mobility impacts your clarity of thinking, and it also impacts especially your communication with other people. If you're uncomfortable for any reason, the person you're talking to will pick it up instantly in their own body. On a very subtle level, it's likely that they will actually feel some of your discomfort, but they probably won't know why, or they may not even register it consciously. However, this is why your choice of clothing may sound superficial, but it really isn't. Consider how distracting it is when your feet hurt or when there's a scratchy tag on the back of your neck. Physical discomfort makes you want to disconnect from your body. But if you're disconnected from your body, you're not going to feel totally confident speaking in front of your team or giving a presentation. You're just not going to have that grounded ease in your overall presence that makes other people feel safe and receptive around you. And now you might be starting to imagine why this could be really important if you're acting in a leadership role and need to speak or present on a regular basis. 
So think about fabrics, colors, shoes, or anything else that impacts how you feel in your body while you're working. You might want to do a little home fashion show over the weekend to literally walk around and feel how your body moves in different articles of clothing. Try this out, experiment, and let me know how it goes. If you'd like to learn more, check out the main episodes where I talk with educators, artists, students, and working people of all kinds about how they experience leadership and followership dynamics. Or pick up a copy of my book, Lead and Follow. It's available everywhere. And if your team or organization is interested in followership training, please reach out anytime. I'd love to help.